in today's show, I'm going to be looking ahead to Sunday in the NBA, what I'm watching for. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We're going to look at Sunday's games. First one of those is the Jalen Rose Bowl, the Raptors and the Pacers. Norm Powell, who's playing well when he starts and then when he goes to the bench, he struggles. I want to see what he looks like because those starting games, they look like a 12-team league player. The bench games, unfortunately, they're no, not even close. We don't know if Kyle Lowry is going to play, so the power that we get is going to be pretty dependent. And then we want to check on the wiki, Chris Boucher, whose last two games against Miami have been pretty disappointing. How does Nurse trust him going up against DeMontis, Sabonis, and Miles Turner? That is going to be the big question. I think he can handle uh, Turner, but Sabonis and his big-ass body... How is Boucher going to fare there? Will Baines have any more luck? I'm still holding faith in Boucher, but we want to watch that pretty closely. Well, for the Pacers, Jeremy Lamb came out really good in the first half of his first game, drew a lot of free throws in his second game, and the scoring has been pretty good. So we want to watch, I want to watch mainly how many minutes he plays and what else he does outside of the scoring. And then Timothy John McConnell, can he continue to give us like five assists and two steals? Because that's what he's doing at the moment. And that has real value as a streaming option. It's not for every league, but it is something that is worth paying attention to. And let's see if he can keep that streak going. Next up, the Serge Ibaka Bowl, the Thunder and the Clippers. These teams played uh, on Friday and it was an absolute blowout. I think we could have the same problem here. But I want to see Dar- Darius Baisley. He's getting minutes. The shots just aren't going in. And that's really you know, impacting his value. He's like a sub 40% shooter, sub 30% from three. He's even you know, forgot how to make free throws or get to the line. His confidence is absolutely shot. I am still holding. I understand many of you won't be, and that's totally fine. His upside's not super high. It's not like it's top 80 high or top 100 high. But I know that he can be better than what he currently is because nobody is this bad of a shooter. Um, So there is a lot of scope to improve. But I just want to see how he looks. And then with Al Horford likely out, we're going to watch Isaiah Roby again um, as a starting center. He does have some solid games. He has some games that aren't so good. But I think he does have some uh, appeal at least to watch in this one. For the Clippers, Serge Ibaka, who's been a little bit up and down. I think he is at least worth holding. But in the blowout game against the Thunder on Friday, he only played a couple of 23 minutes or so. And that makes him a little bit harder to deal with. While Patrick Beverly is trending upwards. Let's see how much he plays. Let's see what he can do in terms of ball handling and how much it runs through George and Kawhi because he does need probably three or four assists a game to be that useful 12-team league player. Next up is the Hornets and the Magic, the DJ Augustin Bowl. I want to check on LaMelo Ball's minutes. They were really down last game. He had like five turnovers in that one, so that probably explains why he had the lower minutes. But Devontae Graham's playing a shit ton and playing a lot better, and it is impacting what LaMelo is doing. So let's see how Melo looks out there. And then Cody Zeller played like 11 minutes in his first game back. 
Does he take over the starting spot from Bismack Biombo? How do they run that three-man center rotation with P.J. Washington? And what does it do for Washington and his stat numbers, his blocks and his rebounds in particular? For the Magic, Aaron Gordon is the new point guard, apparently, because he's getting assists every game, like eight, nine assists a lot of the times. How much is he running as a point guard? I think a lot. I want to really focus in on that. And then I want to focus in on the guy who is the actual point guard, and that's Cole Anthony, whose shooting has improved, but his usage is way down. His assist numbers are down. And if he's not getting usage, if he's not getting assists, then it's really hard to justify him as a must-roster 12-team league player. The Cavs and the Celtics, the Tristan Thompson Bowl. Jared Allen is the guy I want to look at here. What do the minutes look like between him and Drummond? As usual, is it 30 and 18? Is it 26 and 22? Is it 24 apiece? Is Allen going to continue his amazing permanent production? I find it hard to think that he will at that level, but yeah, he's at least a 12-team league hole. Well, Darius Garland, let's see if they bump him back to the starting lineup, if they bump those minutes up, because he barely played in his first game back from an eight-game shoulder injury absence. Hopefully, we can get that back pretty quickly. For the Celtics, Kemba Walker is playing quite well. The minutes are up to like 28 a game. Let's see if they push that any further. Uh, let's see how he looks. I'd love to see how he looks with Jason Tatum. That uh, We haven't seen that yet. And then Rob Williams, who played a lot in, for what I expected for him last game. I think it was 16 minutes. But Tristan Thompson played nine minutes in that game, and there was no Jason Tatum. So getting an understanding of how the big man rotation looks in Boston when Thompson's not getting an insane amount of fouls and when Jason Tatum returns, which it could be for this game on Sunday, uh, how Rob Williams looks, I think is super important to be able to pay attention to. The next one is the Wizards and the Spurs, the Davis Bertans Bowl. Is this game even going to play? Uh, I, I expect it, it is, but we haven't seen the Wizards play in forever since the 11th of January. So we're talking almost two weeks since the Wizards have played. Bradley Beal was absolutely on fire before the, um, uh, the absences. So let's see what he can do. We don't know if Russell Westbrook's going to play. He's missed since, he hasn't played since the 8th of January. Initially, it was thought to be maybe a weak injury, and now we're closing in, you know, getting close to three weeks, not quite there. So we want to see if Westbrook is going to play. And if he doesn't, Hull Neto is the guy to focus on. They're probably going to be without Rui Hachimura, without Davis Bertans, without Denny Avdia, without Mo Wagner, without Ish Smith, and without Troy Brown, as they're all out for COVID stuff. So there is an opportunity for guys like Neto to step up. But if Westbrook's out, that really does bump his value up. For the Spurs, LaMarcus Aldridge showed some real signs of life last game. Can that continue? I have my doubts because I don't think he's going to be a 50% three-point shooter and hit as many as he did against the, against the Mavericks, but he was really, really good. But we also want to see if DeJounte Murray is going to play because if he is out, that means Paddy Mills is going to have to be the starting point guard. Mills played like 37 minutes against the Mavericks. As they lost by five, he would become a solid stream if we do hear news that DeJounte Murray is not ready to go. The Hawks and the Bucks, the Kyle Korver Bowl. Johnny Collins was putrid last game. Let's see, can he get more minutes? Can he get more usage? You know how worried I am about Collins' value moving forward. This was also the first game with Capella and the Italian cock all playing together. Hands off my cock! And it didn't go well for John Collins. So can he get a little bit more involved? Can he do some things that will be useful? And then we want to see Clint Capella, who's on an absolute roll at the moment. Triple-double last game with blocks. Um, is this huge minute run from Capella with big rebounds and massive blocks going to continue? That's a key one. While uh, for the Bucks, Bobby Portis, is it going to be a blowout so he plays 25 minutes or will he go down to 16 again in a close game? I always want to watch his playing time. And then Drew Holiday, I think it's time to focus on him a bit because he's been awesome for this Bucks team, really putting up some solid numbers, better than I anticipated. Shooting the ball pretty well, getting assists, usage is fine. He's been really, really good for them so far uh, this season. 
Next up is the Nixon Blazers, the Kiki Vanderway Bowl. Alec Burks has had two games back. He's been a little underwhelming. I still believe he's a 12-team must-roster player, but he was never going to be as good as he was before that ankle injury. And then Alfred Payton, who's getting a lot of minutes at the moment. How is Thibodeau going to run that rotation with him and Quickly and Burks and Bullock? We always want to focus in on those guards with the Knicks and how he's going to use that. For the Blazers, Rocket Rodney Hood played some big minutes and scored pretty well last time out, starting in place of CJ McCollum. I have my doubts that that's going to be able to continue. But we want to watch Hood and we want to watch Trent conversely as well to see which one of those guys is the guys that steps up. And then Rob Covington. Can he play more center? Can he get more blocks? Can he boost his field goal percentage? Because he's been pretty poor for the majority of this season. So we want to see if there's some level of improvement that we can get from Covington here to justify uh, holding on to him. Lastly, let's look at some stream options for Sunday. Vanilla Tice, I think, is worth looking at. I think Doug McDermott for Indiana, who started the last game. He's going to have another opportunity, I believe, here. Isaiah Roby should be a starter again for the Thunder at center with Al Horford out. Georgie Hill also for the Thunder, uh, a guy that's going to be the starting point guard. He's not going to overwhelm you with big numbers and big minutes, but I do think that he, well, no, I do think, I know that he's available in a lot of leagues. And I think for Sunday, especially getting a starting point guard to come into your squad, you could mention like a Hal Neto type of play there as well. Hill is someone to look at. And if you want to go wild, you want to go deep, you can look at Anthony Gill, who's going to have an opportunity to play some big minutes for the Wizards with Hachimura and Bertans and Wagner, with all those guys out. They did just sign Jordan Bell, and they did um, bring in Alex Len. So who knows who's going to get minutes there. But Gill could be the starting power forward for this team. He is a long-range bomber. He could fill that Davis Bertans role and hit three or four triples. So he is at least a name to watch, but there's a bunch of players that you could be able to stream in for the Washington Wizards, guys. That'll do it for me today. Don't forget to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. Give me a thumbs up. Leave a comment down below. Hit the bell as well, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.